At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Morning DNA for September 21st, 2020. I'm Aaron Dicer, the uh, man of a single black shirt, and she is <laughs> Danae Hughes, the bopping woman of a million distractions. <laughs> Would you call that a bop? What, what, what's the uh, sway? It definitely felt mm-hmm. more like a sway to me. Yeah, it was, more like it was a sway very, than a bop. It yeah, it's very, a little fluid to be a bop. A bop's a little water. more like intense. Yeah, sway is a little more Muppet. fluid. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. How you doing, Danae? How's it been? Good. How's your weekend? Um, my weekend was really good. I had a chance to unplug and unwind and spend time with the family. I had done all of my work. It was hard because when you work from home, you always have an opportunity to work more. <laughs> <laughs> um, and sometimes whenever I'm like feeling that like down, like not down like an emotional way, but more like downtime, like yeah, break energy yeah 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 sometimes i check in and i think you know i could probably just go ahead and do this little thing Mm -hmm. but this time it was an entire script an entire movie that i would have to do and i wasn't i wasn't able to do that so i literally just had to kind of like i can get to it on monday so that felt really really nice it just super unplugged spent time with the family yeah uh, for the most part i do have to work on sundays um for a little while but yeah that was good. However, I know that you had a weird one because you, know, you we'll texted talk- me a photo. Are you going to talk about it today, or? Yeah, it'll be the topic okay. for today, so we can we can hold on that just for the time being. But it was a it was a crazy weekend for me. I not only had uh, the injury that we will talk about later uh, in my topic for he has the day, been injured. Uh, but we also had uh, a movie that we watched that I think I'll use for tomorrow's topic that has absolutely changed my life. Um, so a little tease for, or, or maybe next month, depend. I should say next time we go live because <laughs> it's Mondays and some days. Mondays when, and some days. Whenever the next Monday and some day is, uh, I'll probably use that movie as a topic. Um, now, for those of you one. who are listening on our Shoe the Dough podcast. Yes. And you want to hear those topics, you can find them on video format 
everywhere we go live. So right. if you're if you're wanting to stay up on every single thing that Aaron and I talk about, um, there's a couple ways to do that. One, like I just said, find it on a video feed and just review it. We often are live for like 45 minutes to an hour. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we're kind of going over that 30 minute goal. Listen, but like, it's a 30 minute to hour show. That's what we do. When we go <laughs> so live, far. we do 30 minutes to an hour. It's always been that way. From the yeah. birth of Shoe the Dough in 2012, we always have done 30 minutes to an hour. That's just our That's range. crazy. So yeah. That's just how long we can tolerate each other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then the other way you can do that is if you are a patron supporter at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Shout out to our patron supporters. Hello. What's up, um, Team DNA? There is a podcast feed there and all of our someday episodes are in that feed and you can kind of skip through you don't have to listen to everything that we put into that feed because it's all of the studio dna podcast network you can kind of find the ones that you want yeah. but anyways that's speaking that's of that, that while you're uh well since you mentioned it uh shout out to abby coming on board as a new member of team dna uh, uh thank you abby for your support I mean, we are amazing. six away, six away from the next milestone, which is uh, 30 members <laughs> of Team DNA. And uh, the the opportunity to force me to wear a shirt of your choosing for an entire mm-hmm. week other than my black shirt. There so. are so far three shirts in the running. Um, there's three? two. One's, one's on the way. I have insider information. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, so anyways, I was, in the, I was saying I had those things happen. And then also our dishwasher has just been doing weird stuff. And so we're like, you know, I, I should research this. Like, for instance, the panel, like it has two sides to it. One side is where you turn it on and decide what, you know, kind of wash you're going to do. And then the other side is to start it. Okay. Uh, to do, you know, like a some delay or one side, the buttons just weren't working in the other side, you know, the other side they were. And so I did some research and it turns out that that happens when you can't start it because it's off balance. And so we opened it up and we put a, uh, what do you call leveler in the dishwasher? And it was so unbalanced. I couldn't like the bubble was just like slammed into the top of the leveler. <laughs> I'm just like, well, no wonder. So so then it's like the whole process. It's like the whole process of, okay, how do you, you know, level it back to front and side to side? And, you know, once you get the back to front level, now the side to side's a mess. It sounds and, like a dance. Back yes. back. That's exactly yes. It's the it's the uh, it's it's a dishwasher. It's the dishwasher balancing dance. That's right. (laughs) So, anyways, Uh, we had uh, we had a fun week with that. But uh, the good news is it's all balanced. It's working well, and that's uh, nice. Run two loads of of dishes that have been piling up uh, through it since then. You know, it is a little sad that our exciting weekend was like laundry and dishwashing, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew says, "Ha ha ha!" And as I was waiting for the show to start, I just started our dishwasher. So. Yeah. I am looking forward to the days. So, like, you know, it used to be on the weekends we would do something together as a family. We would, like, mm-hmm. go to the aquarium. We have this really incredible national, like, nationally acclaimed aquarium in Springfield mm-hmm. here. And so we, we can, you know, go do that. And But we're still not doing those things. Even though those places are open and there are protocols in place and you can wear masks and, you know, they're cleaning it, we're still not comfortable going into right. those places just yet right. with Iris. But we did take her to a park. Uh, and I should say Justin, my husband, took Iris to the park for the first time since COVID. That's the first time she's been to a park. And she had a ball. There were not a lot of people there. Nice. There was just one other child there. I heard a great story about how she was walking, like she was kind of following this other kid around, uh, like when she'd turn, Iris would turn and so forth. And I guess she accidentally bumped into her. 
and she she says, "Oh my goodness, I am so sorry. That was an accident." And she gave her a hug. And oh, I guess the, the other best. family was like really impressed with how self aware and mm-hmm. polite my child was. And so I was like, "I feel like that's my responsibility." But doing work at I'm home. Doing my work. I wanted to yeah. give two updates, two things real quick before we start the show, if I can. Sure, go ahead. Even though we've already been talking a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. First of all, for those of you who are asking, thank you for your concern. The puzzle is done. I what? completed I completed a puzzle. You found um, the piece that was missing? No, 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 no. Oh, I, okay, I went okay. ahead and completed it. I have a very big puzzle. It's a thousand piece puzzle that uh, I have been talking about. And that puzzle was missing a piece for sure. And then I had several pieces ruined with water that blew up to like multiple sizes. And then on top of that, I have found two pieces that the dogs have either eaten half of Mm. and I found the other half or chewed up and then they were discovered before being consumed. It just just makes it a more uh, intense puzzle making process, right? You you have to wait for them to come through the digestion. Then you have to put the pieces back together and then (sighs) put them in the puzzle. And you can just be like, you know, somewhere in there. There's minuscule amounts of dog fecal matter, and you can just always have that memory. <laughs> I I was proud to complete it. I did have assistance. My mom came over over the weekend, and the things that were remaining were like where everything is white or everything is a similar color. So it's just mm-hmm. sort of like a grind. And yeah. she's like a puzzle master. And so she organized all the puzzles by their shape and then got to work. And while she was doing that, we were talking and stuff. It was it was a really nice thing. So the puzzle's done and complete now. It has like if you look at it from on the table, like like along the plane, mm-hmm. you can see like raised and twisted and weird ones right. that are like bubbling right. up. And then there's right. a, one and a half pieces completely missing. <laughs> um, so it is. Oh, oh. And one of the pieces uh, that had the water on it, the very top layer that has the image on it completely peeled away. There's oh, nothing. That's but not fun. So then that means it sinks down into the puzzle. Um, so it is a definite piece of art. Yeah. Uh, I'm still struggling incredibly with whether or not to actually purchase another one. I I really do want to purchase another one. Yeah. Um, uh, Aaron says, my wife and I started a 500-piece puzzle at the start of quarantine, and it's been about half completed for three months now. Oh, my gosh. It's I time, I do know dude. that feeling. I do know that feeling. We The Toy Story puzzle we did was so complex. There were sections that were just shades of dark and, yeah. like, huge swaths. And yeah. it's a gorgeous puzzle, but it's oil painting kind of ish. And, and man, it we worked on that for over a year. Uh, we started it on a vacation trip and then had to, you know, like, piece it back into the box and bring it back with us so yeah i i know the feeling of trying to get it done man uh, in the way that you can my mom i don't know y'all it was an incredible tip she organized all of them by how they were whether they had like one innie and three Mm -hmm. outies and such and so forth and then like the weird shaped ones yep and then she would just sit there listening to me telling her stories about dungeons and dragons and she'd just look at the puzzle and she'd look around and then she'd select one and put it in there and it would work. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was all in her mind. My mother is brilliant. <laughs> and that's, I'm not saying that just because she's in the chat. Hey, mom. <laughs> love you. <laughs> uh, you ready to shoot a dough? No, I had two things. Oh, two things. Yes. Yeah. Be- before we start the show 15 minutes into the show. But go ahead. Yes. Hey, hey listen. Listen. It's ours. It's we ours. We do what we want. There's literally no one telling us what to do, but you telling me and me telling you. Yeah, yeah. And even those are just uh, suggestions. So, yeah. I guess do I got? do I do want to briefly go back because Keenan said earlier it's it would be have, have been better if the dogs were poodles. Yeah, yeah. I had thrown that up there. Uh, I know, I know. But they're actually schnoodles, so they kind of are. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> you missed the okay. poop on that way, but yeah. Well, I mean, the, the oodles. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> so call back again to what you wanted to do, Aaron, which was every once in a while throw out a question from our, our friendship questionnaire. Okay. So I thought we could we could also do a fun question for everybody to answer. All right. So uh, this is our first official segment of <laughs> Will You Be Our Friend? Answer the question, please. All right. uh, here, I, again, have not read these since I wrote it. This is a questionnaire for friend, a friendship application questionnaire that Danae wrote many, many years ago mm -hmm. uh, and is and just now revisiting. And so please answer the question honestly so that we can take into consideration your application for our friendship. Continue. Multiple choice. This is a multiple choice section. So um, multiple choice, please answer the following questions to the best of your knowledge and or your own personal decision in some real life simulation situations. Danae's just writing stuff because I can. <laughs> All questions will have one answer unless stated otherwise. Wow, I am a rule girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Number one, mm -hmm. if you had to choose one of the following, what would it be? A, porcupine. Okay. I want to point out that I, I spell it P-O-R-K-Y space P-I-N-E. <laughs> <laughs> porcupine. Okay. Very nice. B, sea turtle. C, okay. velociraptor. Or D, pigeon. Hmm. Can you please repeat the question? If you had to choose one of the following, what would it be? Porcupine, okay. sea turtle, velociraptor, or pigeon? Now, as a D &D, I like how you did B, sea turtle, C, velociraptor. Like, couldn't you have just done C turtle? <laughs> I wasn't that. <laughs> I wasn't that clever. I don't know that I am that clever now. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, we're getting some answers. Oh, a lot of people going with uh, sea turtle. Uh, although I think that was number two. That was the second. Uh, sea choice. turtle is B. Yeah. Yes, it's mm -hmm. also sea turtle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Keenan going with Velociraptor. Yo, which guys, I think the Velociraptor. I think they're saying question one. They're answering sea turtles. Oh, I, one. See, yeah, I, yeah, see, yeah. I see. I see. I see. I see. I uh, see. A lot of Velociraptor. I'm a little surprised by that, guys. Uh, one porcupine. It's, yes. It's, well, a couple porcupines. Although again, but you it's spelled called, it wrong. It's you Porky. It wrong. <laughs> Let me show Por you how I spelled it. Porky space pine. Yeah, you got it. There it is, right there. Porky space pine. Yeah, exactly. And as you can see, the person who filled this out said Velociraptor. So. But I'm that's gonna, okay. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go with. Um, what was the last one? Pigeon. No. No. Who goes <laughs> pigeon? No. No. You can't be. A, I'm sorry. I'm glad nobody picked pigeon. Uh. Yeah. I'm. I'm glad. I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad because you know honestly, then you just it wouldn't work between us. Uh. That would eliminate you from qualification. Uh. My my answer is going to have to be. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go sea turtle. Sea, okay. sea turtle, and here's the reason why. I don't want to die. And <laughs> Velociraptor, there's no context for why I'm choosing it. Oh, right. And the only context I can think for choosing Velociraptor is in a secure cage where I can watch it and, and be in awe of its like power and immense beauty. But we all know they escape because they're so smart and they will kill us all. And we've all seen <laughs> Jurassic Park. So... <laughs> Uh, so there is no situation where a velociraptor would feel like the right answer to me. Sea turtle is a creature that I do not feel in danger from. Right. And can look at and see their beauty and right. and all that kind of thing. Whereas a pigeon's just going to fly away. So, yeah. You know, I love this. I appreciate you guys so much. We're going to try to do this on Mondays. Mm -hmm. um, so answer your, your answers. You can keep track of them so that you know what you answered. I will, at the end of all of this, we'll post this entire thing so you guys can fill it out. And yes, to answer someone's question earlier, yes, I did create an actual friendship application when I was bored at work. Shout out to Matt Combs. You know what I'm talking about. And yeah, there are multiple pages, including essay style. So. 
All right. Now you're ready to shoot a doe. No, I want to say my answer is a pigeon. Okay, let's shoot a doe. <laughs> now, wait. Now, hold on. You're just kidding, right? Nobody's no, man. answer is a pigeon. Why would you say pigeon? Listen, okay. if you're going to say pigeon, you got to tell me. Okay. How do, you, how do you not say sea turtle? You're a turtle girl. I you love are, turtles. There's turtles all over Oh, my that, God. I love them you. so much. I know. I, I know. There's hidden turtles over here. I don't know if yeah. you guys can see them. There's hidden turtles here. Okay. I love turtles. I don't like the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I had true. a sea turtle, I would have to either have it in captivity, which would be a little hard for me. Also, mm -hmm. to, to have a, a, an encasement large enough for a sea mm -hmm. turtle to enjoy its life. Much like a velociraptor. How much land would you need for a velociraptor? Mm -hmm. Unless it was a mini, but I didn't say miniature velociraptor. I didn't say that, so we're assuming it's large. So, so you're assuming you're su assuming the pigeon you can let fly free and it's going to come back to you like a carrier pigeon of some sort. Yeah, my assumption is that the pigeon will be trainable and mm -hmm. I can do like care. Just imagine this world, Aaron. Okay, here you are. You're at your house. You're you're, you're near a window and you hear this little tick 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 tick, <laughs> and you go over to the window and there is like Danae's pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a message attached to its little leg. Yeah, unscroll it and it's me. Mm -hmm. It's just like. It's like nonsense I was or like, whatever. Okay, confirmed. It's from Danae. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you like, you know, write something on there and then stick mm -hmm. it back in the little carrier thing and then poof, there goes the pigeon. Yeah. And that sounds pretty fun. That uh, that is in 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 so many ways better than the little black rectangle I carry around. You know. So oh, much, you're talking so about me texting you? That's weird. <laughs> I have been texting you, but we'll save that for your conversation. Uh, all right, let's get into it. We're gonna do some D N A and U. Uh, so that is D for Danae, A for Aaron, and U for you. Uh, and so those are the those are <laughs> although the, the U is. Nowhere on our screen. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, so uh, Danae starts with her topic, then I will do my topic, and you be thinking about your topic that you want us to talk about or question you have for us. Could be anything going on in the news. Uh, could be anything you want to talk about. Um, all all questions are allowed, uh, even if not all questions might be answered. Uh, all right, Danae, what's your topic? You know, I've been thinking a lot about online community lately. Um I think there's always been online community in existence since the, well, I guess I should say since the internet started. Uh, chat rooms, forums, social media now. And however, with COVID happening and everyone being really isolated and apart from each other, I think online communities now are more important than ever before. And this is becoming more and more evident to me personally, although I feel like I'm plugged into a really positive online community and I feel like I have a local support um, with COVID not being as rampant as it is in other areas. I've been able to see, you know, my mom and my dad, for example, and I know in other parts of the world, it's like you don't see anybody you don't live with kind of a thing. Um, but I've been thinking about this a lot over the last few weeks. Uh, I received a message from somebody who went through a really, really horrible situation in their life and they couldn't have anyone around them. No hugs, no comfort, no conversation that wasn't uh, digital or online. And what this person was talking about is how a specific online community has literally been a savior for them because they felt connected. And so that combined with just heartache and, and life, I'm like, man, online community, I think now more than ever is a lifeline for people. So there's this toxic toxicity part to it, but then there's this lifeline part to it. And I'm, I want to talk about the lifeline part of social community okay. um because we know that things can get toxic we know that like that's a conversation we can have another time but like how do you guys find your 
online community? And do you have it? Uh, if you do, where are you finding those healthy social conversations? Um, I just kind of wanted to float that out there and get your guys's opinions on finding your online community. And I'll start off by saying for me, I'm finding that my favorite online communities, my favorite social online structures are coming from my entertainment. They're coming mm -hmm. from like the communities that are like either on Twitter or on places where we're kind of like all together going crazy, having fun, watching a show live together. Right. And right. you're meeting friends who are passionate about content that's being created. Um, and I, I wonder if that's the same for you guys. Like if you're finding that you're watching live with people online somewhere or if you're watching content uh, like a, a YouTube channel or something like this and you're finding a forum that you're really loving. So that's kind of where I wanted to just th float that out to the community, our community, our online community. I was going to say, it's kind of happening right here a little yeah. bit. We love this community. Um, yeah. Kanan uh, says, I found similar souls in the Bad Christian podcast group. We've had several <laughs> in real life meetups. Have you ever listened to the Bad Christian podcast? No, but you've you told would, me you about would enjoy it. it. You, you would totally enjoy it. Um, I, I do right have a... I do have a, a, a secret desire to like do like something called the cussing Christian. <laughs> it, very similar. Yeah, yeah. You'll you you will definitely enjoy it. Uh we've we've had several in real life meetups that only solidify the online relationships and deep discussions that may or that may not get into with other friends or family. Yeah. So there's yeah. something about I mean, in life in general, right? You grow up in your family unit and then you kind of go to school and you begin to experiment with who you are outside of your family unit. You try to either define who you are or you mimic people around you. And then you get out of that school structure and you go out into the world on your own and you get to redefine yourself again. There's this constant ability for us to evolve and become a different person. I think part of us might always be the same. I mean, that's how it's for me. I mean, I can only speak for myself, but mm -hmm. part of us is always us. But we get to like do different things. And like, I don't know, there's just such an interesting part where you find these communities where you get to express a part of yourself. Like he was just saying, or he or she, I apologize, um, was just saying that like uh, exists um, in, a, in an online place. And there's like a bravery that can kind of come where you, no one knows you and you can say and feel things out, mm -hmm. you know, maybe like even like counseling in a way. Nick says, I found my online community through CinemaSins slash Syncast. I discovered Honest Trailers and Screen Junkies from hearing about it uh, with Jeremy and Chris on movie night, on movie fights, not movie nights, movie fights. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, then Schmodown the same way. So, yeah. Uh, Archimedes Amazonas says, my online community is from gaming. I play Elder Scrolls online. Uh, Morbg. MMORPG. And, <laughs> and we use a Discord to hang out every day. Some of us still hang out even when not gaming. I even met my fiance in Ooh. that game. Different countries, even. So see, I'm yeah. very familiar to that. Um, I grew up playing online games, having online friends who have I still am friends with today. One of my friends lives in California. We still text back and forth and we used to play World of Warcraft together all the time. Um, yeah. Matthew says my online community has been out and out life sustaining for me. Like I have mentioned before, I'm in recovery from addiction and taking part in a 12 step meeting over Zoom has been great. That's what I'm saying. Like when the world changes so much and suddenly you your routine is forced to shift. There can be such a, it's so scary, right? Like we, mm -hmm. we're such creatures of habits, we human beings, and, and yeah. we're designed that way. Our bodies are literally designed to take over in a certain element of routine for us to just live conveniently or easily. Like you mm -hmm. think about 
how often you get in your vehicle or something, you don't think about how far it is for you to sit down. Your body just learns that distance and you don't think about it anymore. Or the steps, the stairs. Then there's that one time that that step, maybe somebody had to fix it and you didn't know about it. And it's just like a half inch different. And all of a sudden you're tumbling down the stairs because, you know, that routine was interrupted. And Mm -hmm. our bodies are designed and our minds are designed to just sort of shift into routines. And when something as huge as COVID happens or other major life things, I mean, there's things happening all the time, but just as an example... When it shifts us out of our communities, I am so thankful for the internet in a super new way right now because you have an opportunity in your recovery or or in your counsel or in your need to just be known by other people. Like we're not designed to be uh, reclused away from each other. We're designed, you know, to have a certain element of connectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that you have to be a hugger or something, but mostly just to be seen. People, you know, someone should see you. Someone should see that you're a wonderful person with uh, incredible capabilities and be able to call that out and have that conversation. And for the internet to allow us to do that, I'm so grateful for it. I've, I used to kind of hate it, but I'm so grateful for for it. You know, this kind of, uh, in many ways, speaks to what we're talking about, uh, but Kanan in, uh, on the uh, social media platform that shall not be named, uh, said to the 12-step commoner, check out the Church and Other Drugs podcast. And here's what I love about this. Uh, the other commoner was not on the same social media site. They yeah. are commenting to each other through our show from different social media sites. And, yeah. you know, I, I mean, and I guess it's on us to remember that that person is not going to see that comment unless we put it on the screen and talk about it. But that is still a kind of a cool thing about bringing people together from different places is you connect people to things that maybe they would have never uh, known about before. Uh, you know, for me, it's been interesting because uh, I am kind of, let's let's restate, I'm very much an introvert. Uh, and so I am not craving community in a lot of what you know it to be. I'm not cra- craving being around people. I'm not craving, you know, having those those gatherings where we have conversations and like, I am the kind of person and I know how it makes me sound and I guess I've just made peace with it, but I am the kind of person who found the people I connect with on a deep level pretty early on in my life and they're they're just they're my connectors and I connect with them for life and I'm not I'm not looking for new connectors now occasionally one may appear and uh and uh that may happen uh the the person who I'm doing this show with certainly fits that bill is somebody who uh you know I love having conversation with and and that kind of thing but it's it's one of those things for me where this hasn't really changed my ability to communicate with the people that I already want to communicate with because we already communicate online through, you know, group texts and those kind of things. So, um, so yeah, it's been a, a chance for me to, uh, to share empathy with uh, those in my life who do need that and to be able to uh, understand that through their eyes as opposed to my own. I think it's important whether you're an introvert, extrovert, whether you're craving people or not craving people, though, to remember that when you do find a community of people just to do your best to um, protect it in whatever way you're able to protect it. Um, I, just as an example, there's a, um, a massive uh, online gathering of people in certain areas like uh, shows or something like this. And they're starting to release like community guidelines um, because they have to have people that come alongside to sort of like act as barriers to protect uh, everyone trying to stay out of the toxic areas. Um, do what you have to do to, you know, find those outlets in your life, whether you're needing them or whether you're just trying to make sure that they're protected. Like for you, Aaron, you know, you are a moderator of many communities. True. There's the our work 
there's mm-hmm. this community. And so even if you're not craving it, you're still part of it and you're still trying to help define and give space to it. I, I just think that there's a place for all of us to find what we're looking for or just continue to be what we are in that space and inadvertently create an opportunity for someone to connect online. And I just wanted to kind of bring attention to that today, that it's a really important part right now. And I'm, I'm like I said earlier, I'm becoming more and more aware of that as people are reaching out to me, thanking me for the for this community with Shoe the Dough. Like, guys, we love doing this so much, but for it to be a community that you guys are really enjoying reconnecting with people, like it's yeah. just super cool. Um, It doesn't matter if it's like millions of people. It's It matters that it's happening and it matters that it's something you guys are uh, finding valuable. So anyway. Yeah, appreciate it. Love it. Uh, ready to move on to the A topic? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, what is your most embarrassing injury? Uh, when's the time you got injured and were embarrassed? <laughs> the way that you wrote it. That's so funny. <laughs> you think your injury is embarrassing? Okay, tell the story. Tell the story. Uh, yeah, it's embarrassing because it's kind of one of those uh, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on uh, me situations. True. Yeah, that's true. Um, I cranked my head on a shelf in the garage uh, this weekend uh, trying to get my bike. I was getting my bike out because I needed to take it in and get a flat tire return and we recently cleaned our garage and because of that things are in a different place my bike is in a different place and i leaned over and listen i'm tall i'm aware that i'm tall but things are lower for me or would seem lower for me than most people and i cranked my head the top of my skull uh on this uh this shelf very sharp edge of the shelf and uh it wasn't the first time i had done it like three days earlier uh the same situation yeah. and so it was one of those things where i'm like i'm just feeling like an idiot i'm just like you knew this was here you've already experienced this pain before how many times does your body have to send this immense amount of pain to you for you to learn a lesson uh but we about were just this talking shelf? about like how our bodies learn routine mm-hmm. and there's like a part of our brains that shuts off it's like nope this isn't a new spot now. Uh, so anyhow, when I, you when you sent me that picture though, I thought it was from the first time. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Aaron sends me a photo with no warning of the top of his skull where it's uh-huh. just cracked and bleeding. Yeah, yeah, I, we're we're those kind of friends. But uh, hey, but, check out my wound, <laughs> right? <laughs> So so I walk back in the house. I, I, I'm bleeding off of my face. I'm dripping blood off of my face. It's pouring down my nose. Uh, in case you wondered, if you hit if you hit your skull, it's pretty much going to come right down between. You've got these nice little things here that'll create a little uh, The ridges little of your eyebrows. It, and it'll come yeah. right down off your nose, and then it'll just drip off your nose. That's the design. That's the design of your face to be able to do that with probably sweat mostly is why that's designed that way, but uh, it also works for blood. And uh, so I come in, and there's blood just dripping off my nose, and I'm standing over the sink, and I'm like, okay, I just need to grab a paper towel and I'm reaching for paper towels and there are no paper. I'm like, so I kind of look over and I'm like, there's no, who moved the paper towels? Why are there no paper towels here? And so then I'm like cupping like over and like walking to our, our bathroom, you know, with my hand cupped and catching the blood in my hand. And it's just, it was, it was a mess. It was, and by the way, I'm sorry if you're hemetophobic. I apologize. We really I, should have had I, a I should have had a trigger warning. warning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not showing pictures, uh, but I guess even talking about blood can be uh, a little weird for some people, but, but it was, uh, it was one of those things where I, I'm looking at myself in the mirror you know like this and i'm just like you look so cool it's like where it's just like it's just like yeah you got into it man you had you had a real wound. Dude, you should see the you other totally cabinet you survived this man, man uh, so this is what it looks like when you get into a battle with a 
inanimate object. Yeah. It, you know, honestly, the head the head bleeds. So the cut really wasn't that. I mean, there's not a lot of space to cut your head for one. Like the skull's right there under the surface. So, um, but it does bleed. So it, it's not, listen, if it had been anywhere else in my body, probably would have need, needed stitches. But the head is a, a different, unique place where, you know, it's just like, I'm not too worried about scars. I'm not, you know. So it's just, it's scabbed over pretty easily. And there's a the giant scab there now. And I, I could really show this. you, I, I could just part the grays and just, and just show you. But So here's uh, a, here's a great comment from the boy don't play who says in place of Aaron's paper towels was the book who moved my cheese, <laughs> which randomly shows up in his life. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, BDG. I appreciate that. Yeah. Nicholas is like, yeah, look at me. I'm a warrior. Yes, exactly. That's the feeling. This is like, you know, how often do I have my face covered in blood? It's just like, yeah, I'm like taking, I'm smearing it under my, my eyes. I'm like, yeah, let's go. That's totally not me. Raging. Oh. Archimedes oh. asks, how bad was the cut, though? Yeah, like I said, it, it really wasn't it, it, it wasn't all that. Um, I mean, it was, but it wasn't. And okay. uh, it, it, it will be it fine. It looked pretty gross. It looked gross. and Gross I'm enough that while I was eating my dinner, I just decided to turn my phone over. <laughs> I uh I think it's one of those the the things where it it looks worse than it is and it, I'm paying close attention to any kind of pain around that area. Uh I want to be very aware of infection, you know, cuz the garage isn't a very clean place and I did clean it out um before it scabbed over, but Seriously though, fine, like so. I was legitimately sending you texts all weekend going, "Are you okay? Like yeah. please don't go to sleep." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Do you and... have anyone in the house that knows yeah. how to help you <laughs> the other thing is it was it was very much more a a corner sharp cut than head trauma like i i i mean i did hit it hard but you know it's 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 not like blunt force trauma is what i'm saying it's not like one of those things where it's a concussion kind of thing the first time i sure. hit it i came up because you're it like I, super expert at that all right listen i'm not saying that i'm any kind of doctor i'm just <laughs> saying i know when i've been dinged uh and i know when i've and I didn't. I didn't feel loopy. I didn't feel any kind of, you know, uh, the world closing in on me. I just felt lots of sharp pain from a certain area on my skull. So, yeah. Yeah, we've got some stories to share. Uh, yeah, Busy Lady share says, I really cannot tell you my most embarrassing, but suffice to say it involved a bike and a dog. Uh, I just want to let Bonnie, um, that's my mom, know that I actually uh, shared that story to millions of people already. <laughs> Sorry about that. Did uh, you? Well, we talk about it actually on our other podcast. I think oh, this that coming episode's week. not out yet, though. Yeah, it yeah. releases on, on That's hilarious. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Wednesday, Thursday. Stay tuned, mom. And she says, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I keep it. I keep it pretty PG. Yeah. Um, there was a, a story shared just a moment ago for Rum. I think it was Keenan. My wife and I had gotten a new set of knives for the kitchen and in an effort to prove my chef prowess, I declared, hey, babe, these knives seem really sharp. I then lightly ran my finger over the blade, only to then deservedly slice my finger in order to prove my point, which... That can happen with very sharp blades. Which reminds me of a story of my most embarrassing. Well, I have, I mean, I have so many stories to share, but I was trying to figure out which one I wanted to share. There's a couple that came to mind. Mm -hmm. And once you said that one, I think I've decided on this one. So back in the day, um, I worked at a pizza place and I was watching TV one time and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take some of my well-deserved pizza money and I'm going to order these knives off of the the, the commercial on TV that was mm -hmm. like the, the most amazing knives ever cuts through a tin can. It'll never dull. Um, so I get them in the mail finally. And I was at my mom and dad's house. I think I lived there. I'm pretty sure I did. And my boyfriend at the time was over as well. And I get this package in the mail. I was so excited. And all of the knives came with like a little, 
um, cardboard sheath over them with a, like a little piece of tape at the right. bottom. Right. Sure. So I take the knife. I'm holding onto the blade and I'm pulling it to take it off. Instead of removing the tape and removing the sheath, I'm like, it's strong enough to cut through this. And I just go, sink. Oh, and, no. And I go and I immediately I went. And I just held my hand together and I closed my hand and my mom and my boyfriend are just staring at me. And I think my mom was like, you just cut yourself, didn't you? <laughs> what, like, what gave it away? The blood dripping down my palm? Yes, I did. But it was really embarrassing because this is like the most incredibly like mm -hmm. this is the most incredible knives. They're going to cut through everything. And here yeah. I am just like. Who does that? Well, the anyway. good news is if you ever watch a movie and somebody's like cutting themselves on purpose, that is the area of their body they cut. So it must be a good area to it's cut. It's fine. The palm. It's fine. It must be a palm uh, thing. Um, Matt says, in my early 20s, we had a house party with some copious drinking, which I'm sure there's so many stories to share with copious drinking and, and silly injuries. But yeah, uh, he goes on to say, at some point, I thought it was a good idea to climb to the top of the refrigerator. <laughs> the floor was concrete. Long story short, the end result was a hairline fracture to my jaw. Dude. 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 No. Yeah. That reminds a... me of another story. It's on an injury story. One time I was at a friend's house um, and uh, I decided that it would be funny to just try to fit myself in their refrigerator. A little different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Aaron says, my siblings were playing baseball in the front yard. I was running around like an idiot six-year-old and ran right in front of my brother as he was swinging a bat. <laughs> Hit me directly mm -mm. in the forehead. Dude. Ooh. That is that is blunt force trauma. That is oh, that uh, is rough. So so Aaron, oh I'm glad you're with us. Uh, that's that's a rough one for sure. So I um I'm going to this new chiropractor, and I was sitting in her office, and we're talking about like goals and things like this or whatever. And I'm like feeling my skull, and I think I feel this really incredibly deep, awkward dent, something that I don't think I've ever felt before. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, what if I had like head trauma when I was little and it like changed the shape of my skull? Yeah. And she's like, oh, let me let me feel it. And then she like she's like, oh, OK, yeah, I can feel that. And then she turns around, and she grabs like a human skull, a, a human skull. And she's like, so that's this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, phew. <laughs> You're okay. You're okay. You're normal. It's supposed to be there. <laughs> I'm like, because it would explain so much about me if I had trauma. <laughs> All right. We're going to read a, uh, a couple more of these, but why don't you start thinking about your uh, U topics, your topic that you want us to talk about or your questions uh, while we're reading a couple more of these. Uh, Archimedes Amazonas says, not particularly embarrassing, but I'm 31 and still cut and hurt myself every time I clip my toenails. What? Uh, and I had a small tumor growing a month ago because of those tiny injuries. Uh, what? So, yeah. That's, I think maybe, maybe okay, don't here. cut your toenails so right. close. I'm gonna I mean, give I you. Know. I'm gonna give you two words that I want you to bring up at some point in time for Aaron, a story from Aaron. Not today. Just toe spike. Yeah, toenail spike. So it's disgusting. It's a story that we shouldn't do two disgusting things back to back today. Mm -hmm. But it's disgusting. You don't want the toenail spike story today. So not mm -hmm. today. Not today. All right, not today. I'm really enjoying my latte. Not today. <laughs> Elizabeth says, I once injured my middle finger because I was playing air hockey and I tried to stop the puck with my hand and it hit my middle finger. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. I had a similar thing where I tried to catch a football that was hitting the ground. And so the football hit the ground and then like jammed my pinky. And it was one of those things where you hold up your hand and like the, the top half of the pinky is, you know, like a right angle to the bottom half mm -mm. of the pinky. Like it was just mm -mm. down like this. <laughs> it's like, oh, that may need to be fixed. <laughs> Did you see? That's interesting because Matthew says my most important injury or embarrassing injury, not important. Sorry, I'm not making any assumptions for you, friend. Uh, my most embarrassing <laughs> injury was when I was playing volleyball for my collegiate.
collegiate team. And after a hit drill before the match began, I spiked a ball from the other team and knocked my pinky out of socket. Isn't that weird? That did is, you see that before no, you shared I that? See, no, I did not see that. But yeah. The craziest thing about that is you think, oh, it's broken. I'll never be able to use my pinky again. And then you go to somebody who knows what they're doing and they just go and it's like back in and you're like, oh, that's going to be sore a while, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, the body is designed to go back in place. <laughs> yeah. It's Mostly. Like that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Cyregdo says, I was smoking some pork shoulder in my coals had died. So I went to relight them. I safely threw some lighter fluid on it since there was no flame. But then when I went to light it, I couldn't use my one foot lighter while wearing my fire resistance gloves. So I took them off, went to light it and flames burst up. I later learned that lighter fluid evaporates pretty quickly and that gas is still flammable. I'm a smart dude. Science has always been my weak subject. LOL. Oh, no. Yeah. Man, fire is scary. My husband just recently started to get into grilling. And so he's learning a lot. And the other day he, I don't know, he had like the gauges strange or whatever. And anyways, there was a lot of um, propane that was in the air mm -hmm. and he hadn't gone to like light it quickly enough. And so I was inside and <laughs> my husband like went over and lit it and he goes, you know, like it does like the, uh -huh. he jumps back or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So the next time he lights it, it was like this. <laughs> Yeah, I just stay away from that kind of stuff. Other people can do that. Like, he was like 12 feet away. He was essentially just trying to like just chuck flame over there to see what yeah, happened. He's got yeah. it now. He's got it now. But sometimes it takes a scare before you kind sure. of learn something. Well, what do you got? What, uh, what topics do you want us to talk about? What questions do you have for us? Uh, this is your part of the show. So uh, we would love to to hear what you want to know from uh, from us this morning. There are so many injury stories for us yeah, to share right now. Yeah, we've all been injured. But it uh, reminds it me of another one that I want to share. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. While we're waiting for, yeah, while we're waiting this for is, topics or questions. And you yeah. can kind of read through some uh, for topics and questions and stuff. So when I was, um, my gosh, I think I was maybe like 12 or something. This was back whenever your parents would let you ride your bike and be gone for like six hours and they wouldn't worry about you. Um, I don't know that I was actually gone that long, but anyways, I was, I was on my bike and I was dri uh, driving, I was riding through a field mm -hmm. and my shoelaces came untied. And so of course they wrapped around the pedal and they seized the bike and then my bike tips over and I fall, but I fell directly into a nest of bees that makes its home on the ground. I can't remember what they were called. If you guys mm. know what, if you know what type of bee it is, let me know. I think Carpenter. I can't remember. But anyways, so of course they swarm my little foot and they start stabbing me with their little needles. I was so far from home. I still had to figure out how to get my bike up, take off my shoe, unwind the stuff, sobbing from being hurt. And then I mm -hmm. had to get my butt all the way back home. It was one of the worst little injuries I ever had. Would the bees be called ground beasts? <laughs> really, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> What? I think we Stuff should just pops in my head. You know what? Show's over, it. everybody. It's been so awesome to see. We were going to take your questions. Just, we're just going to end does. it. This it's is just, just what my brain does. We're done for the day. Uh, Scott <laughs> says, talk about the Emmys. Oh, my God. Yes. Can we? Sure. Go for it. But only because I didn't watch them. <laughs> no, but you're do. excited, right? Did you see somebody you like won? Right? I like, did. Okay. Last night, I was scrolling through Twitter, and I saw that Shit Sweep was trending. Yeah. And so I was like, what's this? And guys, I got so emotional watching those little playbacks of Schitt's Creek, like breaking Emmy 
history. Yeah. And yeah, sweeping did really the well. entire category did really well. yeah. for uh, best comedy, best lead actress, best lead actor, best supporting actor, best supporting actress, best writing. Um, I think that was all. But then I I, I wonder if Just they won a couple of other ones. Just all those. That, that won all of that. But seeing all of, like the the gift gifs of them, like accepting mm-hmm. stuff and stuff. I love that show so, so much. So to see it get such recognition. And then there's all these tweets of people who are like, I've never heard of this show. I guess I should watch. And it's like 103,000 likes. Cause people are like, go watch the show. So anyway, yeah, I was really happy. What, what an interesting story that show is. Uh, it's And I think that's part of what makes it so fun is that it's this beautiful little brainchild that they just they did because it was fun. They did it together. They they love doing it together. The father it's a father son thing, in case you don't know the Mm -hmm. levies uh, or father son. Um, And it just kind of tanked as far as like ratings and that kind of stuff, like nobody really watched it. And then it moved over to a different network and Mm -hmm. people started going, Hey, you guys know this show is actually really funny and really good. And then more people picked up on it. It's kind of encouraging to know that even today when everything seems like it has to hit hard and hit big, or it doesn't succeed that you can still have success stories of shows that just exist and then gradually find their audience. And And then it went to Netflix where it really gained a lot of, and then of course it had, his final season um yeah the story of Shit's creek isn't is interesting i would encourage you if you're going to watch and you haven't please watch through the first season and start season two because that's really when you begin to understand the heart of the show um i think some people watch the first few episodes and think that they know what to expect and it it shifts gears really beautifully uh so uh yeah you're gonna uh, pick the next question today, or you want me to pick yep. another one? Okay. Uh, is Stephen Hargrave asks if you ever changed jobs, what would you do or want to do? I think uh, that's a tough one because uh, probably what I'm doing, uh, which is <laughs> no, I'm... no, no. You have to change jobs. That's the question. Okay, uh, doing what I'm doing from for somebody else. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it is. I've been very fortunate to every time I change jobs, change it to something that is more in line with uh, what I want to be doing, what I'm excited about, what I'm passionate about. Um, If I had to pick a vocation other than what I'm doing, um, probably... It's weird, right? Because I almost said like game show host or talk show host, but I kind of do that. Like, I mean, I, I, the, hosting is part of what I do, but but I would I would love to, yeah, I would love to host things. Um, I that that fits my skill set really well, and I enjoy it. So, um, I probably would be a teacher. I've always loved teaching. I love learning something and then kind of like looking at a group of people and figuring out how to reinvent that information Mm -hmm. and kind of connect pieces together. I love that. Um, And when I was little, I really wanted to be a teacher. I I played teacher all the time and I love teaching. I've been told many, many, many times that when I describe things and put things together that I have a skill in that area and Mm -hmm. I haven't tried that really in my life. I couldn't be a teacher because I don't have the education to to back that. Actually, I could be a teacher if I went to private school and like went through their processes and and they didn't require me to have gone to college for specifics. But um, I think I would probably try my hand at that. And maybe I will. I'm still young. Uh, I'm going to say Kanan, but uh, Denise said Keenan. And here's one thing I will say. If we mispronounce your name, please, in the comments, let us know how it's actually pronounced. We would love to pronounce your name correctly. Just sometimes we don't know. Uh, Are there any songs that give you goosebumps, make you cry, or give yourself a strained neck from headbanging so hard? Uh, Man, I just saw the Pentatonix release. The What was that one called? Um, 
ah. Mad World. Mad World. Yeah, they did a did a version of Mad World that just came out. I've heard that song before, mm-hmm. but something about the way that they perform it, uh, where they emphasize the words, it was a really emotional and maybe it's just the state of the world these days or something. It just was really, really beautiful. It it yep. definitely brought me to tears. So I, I would I would say that one today. Yeah, I know that things over maybe overstay their welcome or get played so much that you know it, it loses something for people. But I to this day, if I if I hear, I can only imagine it still gives me goosebumps. I oh. that song, yeah, that song is just it's beautifully written. It's beautifully sang. Um, there's something about that song that that uh, that I really like. I think it has to do with the 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 mystery, the 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 idea of. You know, um, that that when it comes to uh, spiritual things, when it comes to uh, God, those kind of things, that there's a mystery there that, you know, that is only a part of what the whole might be. And I just, I don't know, there's something about that song that, that really speaks to me. So, yeah, that's probably one for me. That's good. Uh, and there's there are plenty of, of others. Lots of songs well. coming up. Yeah. Uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, September. Yeah, that's a, that's a bouncer for sure. Yeah. Uh, the song by Sarah McLaughlin from Toy Story 2 makes me weep. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. what that one is, but Sarah uh, McLaughlin is incredible. You, since you left me, maybe. Oh, that's um, not okay. It's Jesse's song, the one that Jesse sings. I don't know if you have you even seen the Toy Story. I I never know if you've seen the movies or no, not. No, um, I still haven't seen. Oh. Um, or since you loved me, when you loved me, I think is what it's called. When you loved me, I think I could be wrong. Anyways, it's a beautiful song. I totally get that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's a song called Barcelona by Jewel that always makes me cry. Uh, just something that if you guys like Jewel, it's not an it's not a well known song. Um, it's really really incredible. So uh, I have a, I have a question. I'm going to pick selfishly. Um, okay. Matthew says. So my question is for Danae. Okay. Will you ever be returning to Sif Pop Podcast as a host emeritus? I've been binging the old episodes and love you on there. Ah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I cut my teeth on edging into the world of describing visual entertainment plot mm-hmm. lines things like that pop culture yeah pop culture Aaron really um well we started that segment on shoot the dough mm-hmm. and uh I didn't enjoy it <laughs> but Aaron was like you do so good like you are you have a great perspective and you know how to share your perspective and it's yep. unique and I was like okay cool so I kept doing it um but I do not like it I I love what Aaron does. I think he's incredible at it. But I am just not passionate about content like that. And right. so as the years went on, <laughs> it became something that literally made me feel bad. And so I think my answer is no, I won't return as host emeritus to Sif Pop. I will probably still guest, especially if there's something that I watch that makes sense for me to join. And now that it's like kind of like easier, three people could probably do it online. Mm-hmm. But consistently, I can't. It it really changes my happiness. Um, I think it, so. re- it really can correct me if I'm wrong, because obviously this is, you know, this is your brain space, not mine. But I think for what I picked up from you is it was having to watch the stuff that was yeah. that was so hard. It wasn't the talking about stuff. Talking about stuff is fine. It was it was more that like I have to sit here for an hour and a half to watch a movie I don't care about. I don't it's not something I and so there was a time inefficiency thing for you. Um, which is a me way to say it, but you know, an emotional mm-hmm. inefficiency thing is probably more a, a way for you to say it. Where it's like I'm investing my life in something that I just I'm not interested in. And yeah, those honest questions are are conversations I should say are hard to have sometimes. Really and hard. I was really proud of you for being able to verbalize that. Let and me say, tell you, when I told Aaron that I couldn't do it anymore, it was a sob fest. It's we cried the, a lot. We, we cried both a lot that day. were crying. It was not an easy decision to make because yeah. I really do like. Like 
creating things with Aaron and I really love the audience and I really love the show and um, and I really love the feedback. I love that people like me on the show. So it's really hard mm-hmm. to look at something that people are like, you're doing really great and be like, I don't want to do this. It's a really weird space. Yeah. Um. So oddly enough, now my job is reviewing media. <laughs> so I literally, literally every single time I have to do a script, sit down with that same feeling, mm-hmm. except for now I get to sin it. Now I get to be like, I don't want to be here and I don't want to do this. And I can channel that into like a script and I am doing something different with the content. Now, also with You're my also job, hired, I, I get way. paid to do it's it. It's not volunteer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other thing about it is it's not content that is brand new and has to be reviewed immediately. Right. And that was another part of it. It wasn't like I could just do it in my own pace. Like I don't like going to the movie theaters when stuff comes out. It stresses me out. And so it's um it's just it was a lot of pressure that I think I probably put on myself. But yeah, so that's the deeper I hope that's not too inside. I really want to be honest about that though. I so. I think it's great. I think uh I think this is a place we can be be honest. So yeah. No, and and, and here's a comment here. Uh oh, I don't want you to feel bad. Um, don't worry. I I've worked through this many, many, many times. So me sharing this with you, I don't want you to feel the burden of asking that question. You guys are welcome to ask anything and we choose what to answer. So it was super okay. Um, do what makes you happy. Yeah, that's a that's a good thing. But it's also important to do things that make you uncomfortable sometimes. I'm learning that right now. Actually, that's kind of the phase I'm in right now. I think maybe this will be kind of a good place to, unless you guys have any more questions coming in here, we might be able to kind of go out for the day. But I'm learning that it's important to do things that make you uncomfortable. And that would be my job right now. There's a lot of things about what I'm doing right now I'm very uncomfortable with because I've never done it before. And I like to do things really, really well. Um, So it's hard whenever you choose to stay and do something that you know you're not really, really good at, but you're getting there and trying to stay in something that makes you uncomfortable. And I would say a huge, huge shout out to Aaron for helping me with this. Uh, I hope you guys have somebody in your life who can challenge you. I think my parents have done this for me many, many times, but somebody who can say, okay, yes, you definitely are obviously in pain from whatever you're doing, but identify if it's a good pain, like a growth, uh, or if it's bad. Like, do you need to leave what you're doing because it's toxic and it's, it's negative for you? Or is it that you are really being hard on yourself and you're doing a great job and you have unrealistic expectations of what you can do? Right. And so I've been able to kind of identify that sometimes my discomfort, my not happiness is actually just something I need to grow through. Uh, so I just want to kind of point that out, too. Uh, we were both wrong today. It is pronounced Kenan. Oh, uh, cool. So, so there you Kenan. go. And thank you for uh, allowing this. He says, uh, it only hurts when my parents mispronounce it. So <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. I get Denis or Denny all the time. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. usually bother me unless my parents get it wrong, too. And we'll, we'll, go, we'll, we'll go out on this. Uh, Lolly says, David Bowie Heroes gives me all the feels. And we'll go on to that because Woo! Denae's got a Bowie shirt on. Look at I that. love Bowie. There you go. Bowie is my jam. Uh, thank you all. We do love you. Again, all the stuff is scrolling at the bottom. Follow us on whichever of the social media platforms uh, you think is the best for you. We go live to all of them. Twitch, Twitter, which is Periscope, YouTube, or the other one that shall not be named. Uh, you can <laughs> you can also become a Team DNA member at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Uh, and again, we are six away from the next milestone. Uh, and that's five bucks a month uh, to support this show uh and to say thank you for uh for what we do here and then we say thank you with uh, some perks and stuff so that's that's the way that goes 
Um, and uh, and we appreciate you all, and we will see you on the next Monday or someday. Yeah, Monday or someday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.